This is the Assumption Church Podcast. Thanks for joining us. When dawn breaks, mercies arise. Assumption Church is a Roman Catholic community under the care of the Franciscan Friars Conventual of Our Lady of Angels Province. It is a community of faith which is active in service and its ministries bring the gospel message of peace, reconciliation, and love to Syracuse and all of central New York. Your glory here among us, great is our One fun and interesting fact you may not know about me is that I hate snakes. I detest them. I don't like the way they look. I don't like where they live. I don't like the way they eat. I've only touched one in my life, and I didn't like the way it felt. And I'm okay if they're made into boots, but I wouldn't even want to buy a pair of boots made of snakeskin because I detest snakes. I don't like walking through the reptile hall at the Museum of Natural History in New York. And if somebody has a snake, perhaps coiled up on their wrist in a subway car, which I've bumped into more than once, I will casually quietly yet quickly move to the nearest exit and get to a different car because I do not like snakes, period. And every time I hear this reading from the book of Genesis, I almost kind of tune out for the first couple of lines because I know what's coming. That famous talking serpent that talks to Eve. It's been portrayed in art for thousands of years. And I can't help but think even of the opening credits of Desperate Housewives, that TV show from so many years ago, where they depicted the serpent handing the apple to Eve. This is a famous story that we have all heard before. And my guess is it's probably one of the reasons why I don't like snakes, because I equate the serpent with the entrance of sin into the world. But enough about me, we'll go back to the readings. Today, on this first Sunday of Lent, we're given the topic, we're given to reflect on the place of temptation in the world. And our readings in the Liturgy of the Word serve kind of as almost two bookends with a bridge in the middle. We have Adam and Eve at the very beginning of salvation history. And then we have Jesus Christ further down in the fulfillment of salvation history. And it's on that horizon that our Liturgy of the Word helps focus us and focus our thought both on temptation but on Lent in general. Because the story we hear in the first reading from the book of Genesis is one of the most ancient sections of the Bible that tried to make sense of the world around our early ancestors in faith. From the very beginning of salvation history, they tried to understand how the world came into being, how we were created, how sin entered the world. And we have this story with which we're so familiar of how those things happened. And it's an allegory. It's not meant to be something we look to for scientific data but rather something we look to through the eyes of faith to see the hand of our God with us from the very moments 
of creation. And in that story, we see how our ancestors entered into sin by doing that one thing God told them not to do. And it's an allegory. And it's an allegory, I believe, because it applies not only to all of humanity and to the entire human family, but it also applies to each one of us individually. Because each one of us, male or female, were created just the way Adam and Eve were, by the hand of our God. And his life and breath was blown into us, and we became living beings. But yet at some point, we turned away from God just like Adam and Eve did. We turned from full, proper relationship with God to something less than that. And that is what sin is. But that's not the end of, the, of our liturgy of the word. We have that second piece coming, Jesus Christ, who is the one who forgives all of those sins. The fulfillment of everything that was promised to our ancestors we see in Jesus himself. And today, we hear how Jesus went into the desert and was tempted by the devil. This story that comes down to us also, I believe, not only perhaps is something that happened to Jesus himself, but serves to tell us more about Jesus and about our God than just recounting one day in his life. Because in this story, we see a God who is tempted just as we are. Tempted by the very same things. Food, power, prestige, greed, all of those things that tempt us on a regular basis tempt Jesus as well. Jesus is able to resist them. Jesus does not fall into the snares of those temptations when the devil puts them before him. But so often we as human beings do. I'm the first one who loves a good snack. Gluttony, it happens. Power, I like to be in control. I like to do what I want to do. Pride, all of those sins that we see wrapped up in this story, each one of us, I think, have experienced at one time or another. Jesus becomes the faithful, compassionate God because he is able to understand the human condition. He understands how we feel in the face of temptation. He understands what it is like to be tempted by those forces around us. And because of that, he deals with us compassionately. He deals with us lovingly. And we see this throughout all of salvation history as God deals with Israel, as God deals with his people when they continually turn away from him, he is always there, ready and willing to welcome them back to himself. So as we go through this Lenten journey, today we reflect on the place of temptation. We reflect on the, perhaps the place of sin, but we do so knowing that our God is waiting for us with open arms to welcome us back and to restore us to right relationship 
with himself and with our brothers and sisters. In you are every day becomes eternity. Thanks for listening to the Assumption Church Podcast. To listen to more episodes, connect with us in our community, or join us for worship, please visit assumptionsyr.org. Light of the world.